welcome back to another FAT Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, good Monday morning. I took a few more Monday mornings off um, with the podcast, but I was berated, and thank you for berating me. And many requests in my DM, private message, email, fax, um, letters, phone calls. So thank you. So I will continue to try to do a weekly um, podcast even during this busy summer. We got uh, Chloe through graduation and college uh, sign-up. She's going to the University of Wisconsin Stout. I'm excited about that for fashion. So I'm very proud papa with the, you know, daughter graduating with a 4.1 or 4.2 or whatever crazy it is. We have uh, another senior in high school, Lily, that um, is taking college classes at Concordia, and you got to have almost a 4.0 to uh, to take those classes. In fact, you got to have a 4.0 to take those classes. So I'm very, very happy with what all my kids are doing. Um, so been a busy summer. Belinda is going to compete in the Masters Nationals uh, Amateur Bodybuilding Championships in Pittsburgh in a few days. So we're getting ready for that trip. And I thought I would just, uh, you know, give a quick update on COVID. Now, I know everyone is tired of hearing about COVID. And thank God there is a limit to everyone's attention span and ability to tolerate BS. Um, That doesn't mean COVID's BS, but ability to tolerate, you know, silliness, like people wearing masks inside their car driving alone. Um, That doesn't prevent COVID. COVID doesn't work that way. Coronaviruses don't work that way. You can wish it to work that way as much as you want. You're not going to change biology and facts. Um, And now I see a headline last Thursday that basically said, you know, COVID's deadliest uh, variant is here, and I'm, or, mo- or worst ver- variant. I should get this quote right. Worst variant is here. Um, hello, we haven't seen the future yet. So that should throw you off that one, you know, it's a terrible uh, article. You don't name things like that because you don't, you should say worst variant to date, maybe. You don't know what's going to happen in the future a week from now, a year from now, and the way it's going, they're going to get worse. And why do they get worse? Well, I've been talking about this for decades, trying to explain how the immune system works and with viruses, and I'll try to do it again. But let's say it's very similar, very similar to the reason we shouldn't be using antibiotic and anti-germicidal soaps. You know, soap itself is anti-germicidal, clean your hands, get rid of bugs, you know, take that layer of goop off. But, you know, putting all those, you know, antiseptic, anti-germ, antibiotic into the, into the water, guess what? You just force evolution of these bugs. These bugs have to become stronger to survive in their environment. And just so you understand some basic principles of evolution, you know, evolution works through adaption, through natural selection, which we call evolution. Adaption through natural selection, which is called evolution. 
you select for those behaviors and traits um, biologically that help you survive. Increase your biological fitness, which has nothing to do with exercise. It's the word they call, you know, the ability to survive, biological fitness. Well, what, what does that tell you? Well, that tells you that, you know, we, we came up really quickly, did not test well, um, a vaccine, an RNA vaccine for COVID. And just like with the flu, and you guys all know this to be true, viruses mutate. They adapt very fast, faster than bacteria, faster than humans, definitely faster than humans, intelligence, wisdom, and memory, short-term and long-term. Apparently, you know, we haven't learned from what we did with the flu. Now, the flu is not an RNA vaccine, but sometimes we get the wrong batches, which means that the bug has changed physically, structurally. Get that in your head. Structurally, it has changed. So you making a vaccine, making um, pieces of the old bug, the old structure, so our immune system can take a picture of it and make antibodies, you're taking pictures and creating antibodies to something that's old and doesn't exist anymore. Now, sometimes those vaccines work a little bit because the structure is close enough that the antibodies can get a foothold, can grab on to the virus and help prevent severe disease. But most of the time it's wrong. You all have heard and you know it's fact. They report it in the news and have for decades that they got the wrong batch this year, the flu shot. Well, the flu changed and we didn't predict it right, so we sent out the wrong batch. So people not only got the shot and any side effects that come with that, that is a whole story, a whole debate I don't want to even get into. There's way too much research showing that they do cause problems, but nobody wants to hear the truth. But you can look that up yourself. I'll let you go start doing that yourself. We'll, we're going to have a separate podcast just on that, just on the stuff that's been covered up. And you don't need to cover it up. I mean, we all know that Tylenol causes problems and Advil causes problems. You can't, you, there's no one who doesn't know that aspirin is bad on your stomach. Good. It has a side effect. It has a positive effect and it has a side effect. And people still take aspirin. It's okay. You know, now if you have ulcers, you don't want to take it ever. It'll pop a hole in your stomach. But guess what? We've, we've learned to deal with you know, things that have side effects. My God, we let children throw fireworks in the air. Come on. And we know that every year, hundreds of people get fingers blown off. But we allow, you know, those teenagers to grab a stick, a quarter stick of dynamite or an eighth of a stick of dynamite, light it with their hands and then throw it. Amazing. But that's okay. We've accepted that socially as a risk. What I hate is when people don't say this is a risk. And I don't mean about the side effects, just that it won't work. Well, CNN's reporting, Dr. Fauci's been reporting, that with the new variants, the vaccines don't give any, res any benefit. They don't attack it. This new one, BA5, BA5, and all its subvariants, guess what it does? It avoids all the, the immune system. Now, here's the reason why and why they're ramping up so quick. 
because this bug is a coronavirus, it's everywhere. It's like dust in the air. You can't avoid it. It's already in your house. Sorry. We're not talking about mice or rats. These things are so tiny. They go everywhere. If you could see all the viruses, bacteria, and fungi, and mold in the air, on surfaces, on your own body, you would freak out. I mean, practically three to pound three to five pounds, three to five pounds of who you are as a human being is microscopic organisms. There is as many cells, same amount, as many microorganisms on you as you have cells, trillions of cells. That's the way it's always been. That's the way it always will be. We are symbionts, which means we work in symphony. We work in coordination with other bugs. We have good bugs in our gut that help us digest things. My God, billions of years ago, our uh, powerhouse organelle in our cell, the mitochondria, used to be a rod bacteria. And we just absorbed it somehow, those early, early life creatures, and um, reordered it to begin creating ATP or energy for the individual cell or the life at the time. Now that's that's a long discussion. Sorry, that's uh, you know undergrad stuff there. You know probably PhD level as we've watered down the universities now. But understanding that we live in symbiont is very important. Now that doesn't mean you increase the viral load of your home by not cleaning, not being hygienic. Believe me, masks and goggles are not going to work. They're going to reduce you know, transmissions of fluids, absolutely. So if you're coughing on each other, go for it. If you're not careful and allow yourself to be weakened and sick, go for it. But this new variant, it's ramping up and we're pushing the evolution by using a vaccine that allows it only to change a few things. So if you were a single parent, I'm trying to give a good analogy here, and you only had one or two things to do every day. One or two things, not the hundreds of things you have to do. One or two things, I think you could handle it. One or two variables in your day. One or two variables. One, guess what? Just statistically, if we do the math, if we use the statistical math for this, right? The probability math, it's called. If we do the probability mathematics of the amount of degrees of freedom of change that you know, COVID-19, the original alpha, even Delta had to do in the face of a blunted environment by the vaccines, guess what? It'd be easy. I'd change. And that's what we've done. We've driven the evolution of this. Well, Fred, if we didn't have the vaccines, what would happen? Oh, glad you asked. Simple. How evolution's always worked. How we got rid of SARS-1. Every individual handles viruses and bacteria slightly different. That's why you're a unique individual. Say Fred may attack the capsule or capsid and my, and my white cells beat up on the sulfur bonds in the capsid and the amino acids and, and melt them down a little bit. Some of them uh, blow it up directly with little puffs of um, nitric um, oxide. Um, some of them will just hold on to that cell and force it to not replicate the virus inside and blow up that cell, one of my cells. 
and uh, kill off so it can't replicate. Other ones attack those spikes, and that's why they gave those vaccines. Attack the spikes, which constantly change. They change all the time. Why? They even change within their individuals. That's why people in the same household, when the same, say, flu bug or cold bug comes in, you have a family of five. One gets it really bad. Three or four of them get three of them get it medium, and there's always one kid or one adult that gets it not at all, and they're doing all the work, running around, you know, getting the buckets for throw up, you know, helping people out, bringing some Gatorade to every kid, because there's nothing wrong with them. How is that possible? Simple. Our immune systems individually attack bugs, viruses, molds, fungi, bacteria. At the capac cancer, at the capacity that they're genetically given. You have a unique pattern, unique pattern of immune system attack, of immune system defense. And can you imagine a virus trying to deal with all the variables just in one household unvaccinated, much less a village like, you know, the Amish? much like a whole city well what happens is as fast as they try to mutate to be more contagious to be more contagious they're going to have to do what they're going to be less lethal one you know if a squirrel eats all of its nuts in the winter it will die if a virus is so powerful and pathological it kills all its hosts before it can be passed on transferred Guess what? That's not a very successful virus. It may be powerful, but it may not get out of Africa unless we put it in a test tube and bring it to Nebraska, which we've already done with Ebola. So what am I trying to say? Each individual in your household takes a virus and your immune system chews it up and spits it back out into the environment so everyone else can get a taste a flavor and understanding of how to deal with it and what that forces is the virus like the common cold and oc43 is a coronavirus which is a common cold oc43 or any of the others for them to survive they're going to have to change and become more mild that is just nature the rules of nature if we continue to manipulate that and not allow these great immune systems, if you have a great immune system, to attack it, work on it, and change it. Change and chew up the virus in millions of different ways. Instead of just one or two forced by a vaccine, statistically, that bug's going to keep changing, getting stronger, until it runs into large populations of unvaccinated, and they can chew that bug up. Sorry, that's how biology works. I didn't design biology. I didn't write the textbooks. That's just how it works. Now, stop. If the bug itself, ready for this? If the virus, a coronavirus itself, is super weak, it's not going to matter if you vaccine it, vaccinate it or not. You're not going to ramp it up because your own immune system can attack it whether or not you have a vaccine. 
We've already seen that the vaccines, even for the alpha, beta, delta, they don't last more than six months to a year because it's a cold. It's a very mild bug. Now, again, mild to the healthy people. Everyone just reacts. People can pass away and get very sick if their immune system is weakened. And when something new comes along, there's always an overreaction. The best results early on with COVID-19 were those that where they gave them a light antiviral, all the medicines they say don't work, and then gave them a steroid to help them to breathe through, reduce the cytokine or um, autoimmune inflammatory storm, okay? Once the cytokines or messenger chemicals were reduced in the body, that lowered the amount of respiratory system damage. Now, they st they, I know people and I got direct patients who were in the hospital COVID-19 here in the Twin Cities in Minnesota. When they had it, they were, you know, were barely given anything. Put them on a ventilator and just let it run. Um, why don't you put them on an antiviral, put them on some real food, you know, some protein, hydrate them, you know, and put them on something that reduces inflammation. So, Fred, what can I do? I'm still worried about BA5. I don't have time to learn how the immune system works. I don't have time to learn how coronaviruses work. Not all viruses work the same. How coronaviruses work. I say, okay, fine. One, we're going to be dealing with this forever. It's going to be in the environment forever. Accept it. Acceptance is the answer. Accept it. So how do you attack it? Build up your own immune system. Make yourself stronger. Stronger. Yes, you can do it. And you can't do it, you know, going to Walgreens and getting a shot by a pharmacy tech. Or going to Cub and getting a shot by an LPN. I'm not knocking those professions, just saying. You just get in line. They've done no history. They know nothing about you. And they're going to put it, um, messenger RNA into a vaccine. Well, it's that safe. If it was that safe, we wouldn't have all these reports everywhere. Anyway, that's what we've accepted in our society. We'll go for it. We just don't talk about the injuries. Next, the most important thing you can do, the most important thing you can do is communication communication with your family members with people around you your co-workers one if you're sick don't go into work you have a high viral load and you're going to spread it everywhere to those with lowered immune systems two communication with yourself how do you feel that today well i'm kind of run down maybe i should stay up more no start taking care of yourself self-care and I hear self-care all the time having to do with emotional, psychological care. That's fantastic. I do it myself. But you have to have physical self-care. That means gallon of water a day, 80 to 100 grams of protein a day, good quality protein every day. Seven, eight hours sleep every day. If you can't, get some naps. Controlling stress in your environment. And guess what? Exercise. Moving the lymph system, moving the lymph in your lymph system around, improving your immune system. I'm going to ask you this question. Here's the communication to yourself and everyone around you. You should be asking your kids, 
What are they doing today to strengthen their immune system? We just shut down the world for several months. This may be important. We've just caused inflation at home because of all this crap. We've called un untold and uncounted to date social and behavior problems and pathologies with our young ones, our kids, our teenagers, because they had to wear masks to school, or they couldn't have their prom, or they didn't go to school and they were talking to a laptop instead of being in with children, not only strengthen their immune system by being exposed to hundreds of bugs a day, right? You only get a strong muscle by putting weight on the bar, so not exposing themselves to get, get a, you know, a strong immune system. So weakening themselves, worst thing you can do during a pandemic is weaken the immune system. But secondly, weakening how they communicate, they talk. Has anyone noticed how, you know, rude the drivers are? Driving is terrible since the pandemic. People forgot how to drive. They stayed home for two years. Now people are forced to go back to work. They don't know how to drive. You know, they don't know how to use their mirrors. They forgot. And it's just human nature. We did this to ourselves. We completely did this to ourselves because communication. We weren't in communication with ourselves, how we feel, how things change. Now, thank God, as soon as things happen, I kept every Thursday, our family day, trying to take our family out, doing something, get them out. The world's still there. The world's still there. And it was. It never went anywhere. But now, guess what? We have weakened immune systems. And we're, we're not helping them by blunting an immune response to a mild virus. Again, as I told one of my patients the other day, if this virus was so powerful, if it was like Ebola that got, got away and got into a big urban center, I'd be the first one in line for a vaccine. Risk reward. But the majority of people are getting colds. And right now, the UK surveillance, COVID-19, United Kingdom, COVID-19 surveillance report, released like in April, March, basically said that of all the deaths in hospital from COVID-19, 94%, you got to add them up, 94% are those that are vaccinated. So it's not preventing, at least in this report, if you read the statistics, what the TV says. They're absolutely wrong. But no one can do math anymore and no one can do science. I'm not saying don't get the vaccine. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying if you're going to get it, are you eating well, sleeping well, communicating well, reducing stress, getting your immune system out there, playing in the dirt, hugging friends, kissing babies, drinking from a garden hose, getting your immune system strong. If you stop making your immune system strong by isolating in your house, you're going to have to think, when I go out into the real world, which you will have to eventually, what am I bringing out? And it's just not about you. It's about your neighbor. I strengthen my immune system, just not for me and my family, but for my neighbors. Because if my immune system's strong, any bug I get, I'll chew up, and anything I slough off, is going to be a beaten up, banged up, you know, going down for the count, bruised bug or a piece of a bug. 
How about them apples? And this has been another fact podcast.